0: Hello, this is Dan Jones, and I'm so honored to share Quiet Talk number 50 with you today. If these talks bless and encourage you in Christ, then my life has been worth living. I'm so grateful to God. I was going to start this talk on a negative note, but I changed my mind. Let me share something very positive that happened with me a few days ago. As some of you know... We are entering a period of transition. God has made it clear to Debbie and me that our time at our current place of ministry is about done. He has something else for us. We just don't know what it is yet. But God knows, and he will show us the way. His timing is never off. So here's the positive thing. It was a simple phone call with a Christian brother, whom I've known almost since I moved to New York, which happened in 2004. This man loves God and loves the Word of God, and talking to him was so encouraging. He understands just where we're at right now. Now, while we were talking, another friend in Christ walked into his house, and he put his phone on speaker, and the three of us were able to share together. They both encouraged me in the Lord about all that's happening. It was great. After that phone call, I was so pumped up. My faith got a real boost. Proverbs 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. These two great men certainly used their words to minister life to me that morning. I've talked before here about the importance of the church. There is no solo flying with Jesus. Christianity is a group thing. We do it together. We need other people around us who are likewise seeking to follow Christ, yielding all to Him. So the question I want you to ponder today is this. What kind of people have you surrounded yourself with? Do you spend time with people of faith? You need them to strengthen you, and you need to strengthen them. Let me share a passage from Scripture with you that has been on my mind just about all of this past year. This time when some churches have remained closed and when many have not worshipped together with other believers out of fear of sickness. It's from Hebrews chapter 10. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. In these momentous times when evil abounds more and more and when many are departing from the pure faith of Jesus Christ, we desperately need to encourage each other. We need to get together with godly people who will help us on our pilgrimage and whom we can help as well. The separation and isolation that has engulfed so many in this past year has, in my view, done infinitely more damage to people than the coronavirus itself. It has truly been the devil's work. Lately, my wife and I have been reading the book of Judges in the Old Testament in our morning devotions. Judges has a lot of exciting stories in it, most famously about Gideon and also Samson, but... Overall, it's a sad account of the apostasy of Israel, which happened after they took the land of Canaan. Back when Moses was still alive and leading Israel, God told him to command the people to drive out all the inhabitants of the promised land when they crossed over the Jordan to take possession of all that God had promised to Abraham. Listen to what God said to Moses back in Numbers 33, but if you do not drive out the inhabitants of the land, those you allow to remain will become barbs in your eyes and thorns in your sides. They will give you trouble in the land where you will live. And then I will do to you what I plan to do to them. Wow, that's hard but god knows that associating with ungodly people will lead godly people astray in 1 corinthians 15:33 paul said do not be misled bad company corrupts good character paul was actually quoting a secular greek Poet, but the principle is absolutely true. It's why your mother didn't want you hanging around with certain kids when you were growing up. My mother sure tried to keep me away from the wrong crowd, as they were called. Unfortunately, the Israelites disobeyed this solemn command of God. They did not completely drive out the Canaanites. Maybe they just got tired and said to themselves, Let's just try to get along with these people. Surely they're not so bad. Judges chapter 1 lists the tribes of Israel who decided to just cohabitate with the Canaanites. And then chapter 2 opens with a messenger whom God sent to them. Here's what he said. I brought you up out of Egypt and led you into the land I swore to give to your ancestors. I said... I will never break my covenant with you, and you shall not make a covenant with the people of this land, but you shall break down their altars. Yet you have disobeyed me. Why have you done this? And I have also said, I will not drive them out before you. They will become traps for you, and their gods will become snares to you. Now, I can hear the wheels turning in some of your heads out there. Some of you are thinking, this is very harsh. We, we should try to get along with everybody and live in peace. Now, clearly, Jesus hasn't instructed us to drive anybody out of any land anywhere. We are not living today in the theocracy of ancient Israel, and we should not try to duplicate, duplicate that theocracy. But as Christians, we most certainly live in a strange land, so to speak. Peter addresses his readers as aliens and strangers. There is no question but that the culture in which you live, my friend, is overtly hostile to the faith of Jesus Christ. It's time more Christians realized this. Now, I don't believe we as the church should run away from the world and isolate ourselves out in the woods somewhere. We will definitely have dealings with unbelievers. We couldn't obey the Great Commission to spread the gospel if we didn't. And yes, we should seek to live in peace. Paul said, if possible, so far as it depends on you, be at peace with everyone. I don't go around picking fights with people. I don't walk up to people in Walmart and tell them they're on their way to hell. But my point today is that we should surround ourselves with godly people who will bolster our faith, not bring us down. Again, from St. Paul, I appeal to you brothers to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to... To the doctrine that you have been taught, avoid them." He also wrote, "...if anyone does not obey what we say in this letter, take note of that person and have nothing to do with him, that he may be ashamed." Clearly the goal here is that these people Paul wants us to avoid should ultimately come to repentance. I found that as a pastor, there is a strong temptation to give most of my time to those associated with the church who are farthest away from God. They can certainly take up your time. But Jesus spent most of his time with his closest disciples, those who wanted to follow him with all their hearts. As he invested himself with them, they were equipped then to go out and do the same with others. So multiplying the ministry of Christ. Who are you hanging out with? Bad company corrupts good character. I'm so thankful for my two Christian brothers who built me up the other day. I'm going to call them again and return the favor. Heavenly Father, I thank you for my dear friends who are out there listening to this podcast right now. And I pray you'll build them up in the faith, and I pray that they will be able to be around other godly Christians, people who love the Lord, people who want to build them up, and whom they can build up in Christ. Lord, help us to encourage each other, to exhort one another, and so much the more as we see the day approaching, the day of the Lord. Strengthen your church today, Lord God. Bring us together as you have called us to be. Together in Jesus. We'll give you praise and thanks for this in Christ's name. Amen. My dear friends, I would appreciate if you would contact me by email father.danjones at outlook.com. I'm not sending hundreds of uh, Facebook messenger messages anymore, and uh, so I'm depending on you to share this podcast with somebody. Just think if each person just shared it with two people who listened to it, uh, we would uh, triple our uh, group of listeners right now. So share it with somebody and uh, just share this link with another person who might be encouraged. And again, contact me, please, father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.